Thank you to Fiverr for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. I'm a lot of things, but one thing I am not is a sound engineer. So when it comes to editing my podcast episodes, I look to an awesome engineer I connected with on none other than Fiverr. As a small business owner, it is important to recognize when you need to outsource. By doing so, you not only free up your time, but you prevent your passion from becoming a pain. Visit the link in my show notes or head to www.lauraswanseekman.com and click on consulting to view Fiverr as one of my go-to business resources. Hi friends, welcome back and happy new year. I hope you had a great celebration, whatever it was that you did. I personally rang it in with blankets, comfy clothes, and puppy cuddles on the couch. Chef's kiss to that setup. But now we are back at it, right? It's Monday. It's time to get back to work. We have all of these things to do this year. Resolutions, changes to make, numbers to hit. The counter starts back at zero. Lots of pressure. Some of that energy can be super motivating. We feel like once that number rolls over to a different year, all the other energy is swept away, which when you really break it down is a joke. Nothing really happened between 11.59 p.m. and 12 a.m., but that's what people say, believe, and really, whatever works for you, kid. It's okay to make that your fresh start and go after it. However, that new year, let's make this year perfect and hit all these massive goals energy can also be super intimidating and stressful, maybe unrealistic or misguided. And too much of this energy can lead to a very bad thing, burnout. Burnout is real. It's severe mental, physical, and emotional exhaustion. And I'd say that no two burnouts are the same. We all have a different set of personal pressures, situational stress, financial demands, and whatever else that blends into our own unique burnout stew. It can happen early in the year or at the end. But this isn't a conversation about preparing for it. This is about preventing it so that you can have all that wonderful, successful year stuff, but having it without the cost of your sanity. This isn't the year of just doing more. Your year isn't one big statistic or spreadsheet. It's the year of doing what makes you happy, brings you peace, and is right for you. Like goals, goals are good, but the idea that we have to have this carefully curated list of changes, which let's be real, probably weren't fully thought through, so that we can get the coveted New Year's resolution stamp and be allowed into the next year, is stupid. That attitude can make us take on way too much and put unnecessary pressure on ourselves. I mean, are you actually motivated? Or are you going through the motions and trying to follow societal expectations? Are you doing just to do? Doing just to do and trying to run someone else's rat race is going to lead to burnout. And that can look like always being tired, getting sick all the time and having your immune system go to shit, not being able to sleep even though you are so tired, dealing with anxiety, being negative, procrastinating, and then self-medicating to cope, feeling hopeless. We all have stress. Life happens. Shit happens. But 
This is more than stress. It's pure exhaustion on so many levels. And this exhaustion greatly reduces our quality and perhaps quantity of life if we don't do something about it. Striving for something is good. Having that fresh start if you want it is fine. Transform your fucking life this year, but do it with you in mind. What does that look like? Well, I don't mean to mess up that cute little Instagram post you did with all your resolutions or make you scrap that fancy list you made for your fridge, but yeah, do just that. Scrap it. I don't want resolutions in my life. I want goals. Resolutions are just statements of change. They are loose intentions, something you hope to do. Goals are commitments packaged with a plan. I'm a self-admitted type A perfectionist. I used to make all the resolutions, like fucking bring it on new year. But because I didn't really think out how I was going to logistically tackle all those intentions, I found myself becoming disappointed in myself, in the timeline for them to happen, in the lack of results. My motivation plummeted and I just went back to going through the motions. Because I wasn't ready. I should have started Pursuit A in March, not January. And I shouldn't have had Pursuit B, C, or D even on my list for that year. In making those resolutions, I wasn't thinking about what was really going to make me happy day to day, bring peace to my life, or set me up for stability. I was just trying to be the straight A, juggle it all kind of student I knew I could be. It's not about being mediocre or lowering your bar. It's about being selective, making commitments and developing strategies for goals you're very clear on and know will benefit your physical, mental, emotional, and financial health. Spending the majority of the year at the bottom of a bottle with no hope and dread for your job isn't living, kid. So if you're open to it, reframe some of your resolutions and select only the ones that can become goals. There's no minimum or maximum number. It can be one or ten. There isn't a set of rules to follow. This is about you. Then make your plan. How it will play out. Understand what expectations you have of yourself and how you will measure your progress. Again, it's not all numbers and statistics. You need to find a measurement system that your brain understands and can follow. For me, I hate fucking stats. If you tell me I have to increase my business by 13.15% over the next 7.3 weeks, it makes me want to light it all on fire. I'm too much of a hippie for that. I know math is math and the math does matter, but I need to use other terms and measures that make better sense to my brain. My motivation and happiness, the number of hours I was able to reduce from my workload while still earning what I want to earn, how much time I was able to spend at our second home, what checks I made to my professional and personal bucket list. If you manage a team or have a staff, you, of course, have expectations for your employees. Make sure you and they know what those are too. But for everyone else, drop those expectations. Not standards, just unnecessary expectations. After reading a self-help book a few years back, I realized how many expectations I had of others. And when I was disappointed by them, it was really kind of my fault. We don't need to add that energy to the burnout bank this year. And when you are clear on your goals, those commitments and plans, You need to then make sure all systems are a go. That means taking care of you. 
Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Wicked Good Soul. With a ton of spiritual resources, Wicked Good Soul is a great space for clarity and connection. Explore the story of your soul, better understand the energies at play in your life, and take hold of your inner goddess and badassness through a carefully guided reading or consultation. You can also download your copy of Sophie's Spiral, a page-turning novella about a mythic journey a Shiro takes into the underworld. Visit www.wickedgoodsoul.com to learn more, and be sure to use code ROGUE20 at booking to get 20% off your next session. I feel like the take care of yourself conversation happens a lot, but so many people just sweep it under the rug and don't actually act on it. Listen, you have to exercise, eat a balanced diet, and take vitamins your body needs. Seriously, get your vitamin levels tested. We all have deficiencies in different ways. Make room for quality sleep. Go to the chiropractor and make that dental appointment. There is no way around all of this. If you're taking a shit car that hasn't been maintained on an epic road trip, aka the year ahead, it's going to break down. It is going to turn into more of a headache than it is fun. It's going to turn into burnout. Speaking of breaking down, do you know your breaking points? Those lines that make us go, whoa, this is too much. Think about them, name them, and figure out how to avoid them because one too many crossings of those lines can send you into that burnout place. Whether that's a limit on hours worked, clients accepted, whatever. If you're grappling with whether or not to push your limits because that extra money would be really good to have, raise your prices. Seriously, just raise them. Burnout is going to cost you a lot more. Now, what we've chatted about so far are the basics, really. Clear goals and expectations, having proper boundaries, and taking care of your body and mind. If you don't have these as a simple foundation, you're fast-tracking yourself to burnout. These things really aren't that complicated. They take some focused consideration and consistency, yes, but they aren't rocket science. Once you have these locked down, you can start adding in other simple strategies to help you avoid those burnout conditions, like breaks. (laughs) Take breaks. Machines can overheat. Computers need a reboot. You're no different. This can be as small as during the day as you work or from a weekly or monthly standpoint. A certain set of off days per week, monthly, quarterly, whatever works for you. If you're bad about this in your pursuit of more, literally schedule your breaks. Work it into that color-coordinated Google Calendar. And when you do have the chance to pause or unplug, aim to do it fully. Don't just call it a break. Make it a true one. While you have that snazzy calendar open, use it to plan the rest of your efforts. I mean, I have to flow with my mood at times to optimize my productivity, but we do need some sort of strategy to get those goals accomplished, right? Figure out how you're spacing out all of your tasks. Having them all come up at once because you weren't organized will leave you feeling overwhelmed. Trust me. I've been there. And the more overwhelmed you become, the more burnout is heading your way. If you are getting overwhelmed, do what you can do to resolve the scenario and just get help with the rest. We all need a hand sometimes. 
and some things just aren't in our wheelhouse. Hire out. Ask if someone can help you get something back on track with their expertise. Or delegate some of your workload to someone on your team. Use a grocery delivery service. Have someone come deep clean your house. You're human. As much as we'd like to, we can't do it all, all the time. In trying to make that magical unicorn exist, we are setting ourselves up for that deep, deep exhaustion. And if you need to, change your environment. Sometimes a little different scenery can pull us out of our funk. A place that has a new, maybe better energy. A coffee shop. Another room in your house. I know when my office walls start closing in on me, a quick change to my dining room can be the simple mood changer. Of course, if you have a desk or a cubicle at an employer, this maybe takes a little bit more creativity, but try to take that call outside or post up in the conference room for a bit. When we simmer in our frustrations and remain in the same spot we initially felt them in, it can be hard to find a different outlook. Take the kids for a walk or see if a trusted neighbor can watch them for just 10 minutes. Adjust. Most importantly, find satisfaction. If you're not satisfied in what you do or how something is going, change it. Don't strive for things that will ultimately not make you happy. There's no point. It's not just about doing. Let this conversation be your reminder and pep talk that you can take on as little or as much this year as you want to and that your life is within your control. There's chaos at times and unexpected challenges. Life pushes you, obviously. But you still have choices and can change your circumstances. You can change your outlook and what a new year means. Change the pressures you put on yourself. Change careers. Change locations. Whatever it is you need to lead a fulfilling life in the coming year and beyond. There's no magic pill, a special diet, or go-to guru to prevent burnout. It's kind of like Smokey the Bear when he goes, only you can prevent forest fires. Well, only you can adjust your burnout trajectory. I'm pumped for you. It's going to be a great year, a motivated year, and a successful year. Just make sure that isn't at the expense of your happiness. Take the time to set yourself up the right way, and hopefully you've been reminded of a tip or two during our chat today. My husband and I were talking and I asked if he felt a sense of new around this time of year. If the new year changed anything for him, made him more motivated, etc. He's like, no, this is like the worst time of year to get all amped up. It's snowing, it's cold, it's gray. This isn't motivating. And I laugh because it's true, at least for us here in the Midwest. I need to focus on supplementing my vitamin D right now, not taking on the world because the calendar told me I had to get moving. You do you whenever you want to. It's not worth the burnout trying to operate on someone else's terms and timeline. Anyways, don't forget to stay in touch throughout the week by following Rogue Reason Podcast on Instagram. And if you have a moment to leave a positive rating and review on the podcast, that is always so, so appreciated as well. I'm going to bounce. I have to get my own life in order, but we'll chat soon on the next episode of Rogan Reasoned. Talk then, friend. Have a great fucking week. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswansiegman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.